Welcome to the podcast edition of Waiting in Remembrance 2023 Advent Devotionals written by the Student Ministry of Sugarland Baptist Church. If you'd like to read along with today's devotionals, you can find a link to a PDF version in the description of the episodes. Thanks for listening, and I hope the next few minutes are helpful for you and your family on your journey during this Advent season. I'm Scotty. And I'm Ava. We are in week one of Advent, and this week's theme is hope. Today is Friday, December 8th. Ava, that's my brother's birthday. Shout out. <gasps> really? Yeah. Shout out, hey. to, shout out to Grant. That's Happy my brother's birthday. birthday. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> and today's devotional was written by you. It was written by me. Ava is a senior at Foster High School. And I'm going to go ahead and read her scripture, which comes from Isaiah 11, 1 through 9, and then she will read her devotional. Yay. So Isaiah 11, 1 through 9 says this, A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat. The calf and the lion and the yearling together and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Waiting in Hope In this life, we all go through hard seasons that in the moment can feel hopeless. We face hardships of various kinds, mental, spiritual, physical, and so on. In times of darkness and uncertainty, we long for an escape, relief, and healing we so desperately need. But sometimes finding peace of mind and heart can take longer than we expect, and the solution we desire doesn't present itself according to our timeline. Our season of hardship is then amplified by a season of waiting. Without a foreseeable end to our pain or a promise of resolution, waiting through hardship can lead us towards hopelessness and heartache. But this is where faith combats the darkness. In Isaiah 11 verses 1 through 9, the famous prophet offers God's beautiful words of assurance and hope. He describes a descendant of Jesse that will have the spirit of the Lord resting upon him and the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. This promised Savior is gracious, just, powerful, and trustworthy. But perhaps most beautifully, Isaiah describes a new world overcome with peace, a world in which there is no pain or suffering, and all people live together in harmony with each other and the Savior, the kingdom of God fully realized here on earth. Sounds nice, right? It's perfect. And guess what? This is the promised solution to the world's problems, the promised peace that is to come, and God made this promise to us as Christians. Isaiah reveals the character of Jesus and the beautiful future he ensures us, a future of joy, peace, 
healing, and harmony for all people. When you're overwhelmed by struggle or feel adrift in the sea of waiting, keep these promises of God in the forefront of your mind. Allow the hope of God's coming kingdom to pull you through. We don't wait in vain, but in confidence that this perfect future is ours. While this world may lead you to feel hopeless, remember that an eternity of pure joy and peace with your Savior is waiting for you as you wait for it in perfect hope. All right, go off, Ava. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Listen, friend, that is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you for writing that and for sharing your heart in that. Ava, I remember this past summer as you and I were kind of getting to know each other pretty well and doing things like upperclassmen river trip together, you made this statement about struggling to have hope, Mm -hmm. that life so often felt hopeless. And so I know that as you write these words, it's not just you're preaching at us, but you are really speaking from your own testimony and experience. And so I just so appreciate that about what you wrote. I appreciate how you interpreted Isaiah's prophecy here as, you know, a vision into the kingdom of God. We've already talked about that this week Mm -hmm. of how that sustains us and helps us get through the hardest times. Mm -hmm. Can I just ask you, since this is your piece, like how that's impacted your life since we talked over the summer, even about kind of hopelessness and how faith helps you get through your toughest stuff? Yeah, I guess I've kind of found that I like to put my hope in ideas. And in almost like fantasies that I build up in my head, if that makes sense. And so I put my hope in these things and I put my hope in my accomplishments and Mm. put hope in things that haven't happened yet and that aren't guaranteed. Mm. And so I think being able to realize that I have something that is eternal and that is for sure to put my hope in, that's what sustains me. And that's what I've been working on just building my hope in. So when you say I tend to put my hope in ideas or fantasies, Mm -hmm. you're thinking like future, right? Which I'm sure any other like teenagers, Mm -hmm. young adult listening to this, we all do this, right? We envision our perfect future, whether that's a spouse or the college admission or the the job, right? And, And ultimately, sometimes God allows us to have dreams and see those hopes realized in this life. And then often, but oftentimes like... When we envision our future, we are not envisioning something that is for sure. Mm-hmm. And so what you're saying is what's beautiful about the kingdom of God is it is for sure. Yeah. Like we, we don't hope in vain. We hope with certainty. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's also so important to have hope in the waiting in the sense of finding joy in that season of your life that you like to say is, is waiting. Because I think we we often, I know I did, often just moan and groan and just feel miserable because all I wanted was, well, I guess what I wanted, right? And so I think, I mean, I praise the Lord for this. I've been able to just find contentment and find joy in the season that I am now, even though I don't have what I want and what I deeply desire. And I know that God only wants good things for me. And if he gave me that strong of a desire for something, I know he will fulfill it in his timing and in his way. And it will be beautiful and wonderful. Boom. Boom. Could not have said it better myself. So the spiritual practice for today is I encourage you to read 2 Corinthians 4 and find a friend or a family member to encourage with this message. Well, hey, that's it for us. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Adios.